Welcome to the Wake Up and Live show. I am your host, Chantel Simone. I'm a mindologist, and it is amazing to be here today and have you here with us. If it is the very first time that you're watching this show, welcome. And this show stands for three key things, purpose, mind mastery, and truth. So expect to be shifted, expect the unexpected, expect to hear the thing that you exactly need right here, right now in this exact moment to be able to elevate you to that next level. Cause that's what we and our guests here for today are all about. I would like to invite you to take this moment now to share this because you just never know who needs to hear this message. Click that share button right now, host a watch party, even if you're watching the podcast or if you're here listening to us on the YouTube on the replay, click that share button and then let it be a blessing not only to you, but to others. I am very excited for today because today's topic and today's guest, we are about to go in. Are you guys ready? Now to help me introduce our guests, I really want to be able to first introduce my amazing co-host, Mr. Lester Bailey. So help me welcome Mr. Lester Bailey to the show. Well, hello, Miss Chantel Simone. How are you feeling this fantastic day? I am wonderful. I am very excited. It's a very exciting topic for me. So something that's been so earth moving, ground shifting, heart thumping for me. So I am cheek to cheek. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. You know, I want everybody here to bring their emotions with you. I want you to see how to dive deeper into what you're believing, you know, it's all about a perspective and how we're looking at life. What's the most important part to your life? Listen, if you're not sure on how to figure that out, listen to the perspective in which we have here today just for you. If you if you start a watch party, you would be surprised how many more people will hear this word and carry it and have the conversation at home. So thank you for joining us. And I'm giving this back to Miss Chantel Simone on purpose. Well, amen. And thank you for that. So we are we have recently entered into season three of the show. And this season is all about you. The first two seasons were teachings of how to overcome anxiety and how to overcome our obstacles and things to really set our minds for. Yet this season is all about you. It's about your voice. It's about with all the things that's going on in the world right now, there's so much to be said. There's so many different perspectives out there. And this show is an attempt to abridge the gap because as we at least can understand each other more, then we can feel more connected and really unify. There's a lot of division and the divided we stand, right? So let's see how we can unify and at least understand the power of our perspectives. So today's topic, are you ready? Are you ready? Please, please, please help me introduce today's topic. It is so such a powerful topic. Lester, why don't you take this one away? Well, today's topic is really special to me, but you all should know it should be special to so many. What is, so what does it look like when you're starting to turn to God during this time? Mm hmm that actually looks like to each and every one of us. So today we're going to bring on our special guest and I believe it's going to be Dr. Lockhart first or mm -hmm. rather, yes, Dr. Dr. Cassie Lockhart. I'm not going to mess up her name. Oh, you all don't know. I got a big old spanking from doing that once. <laughs> 
Dr. Casey Lockhart is such an amazing, powerful woman. So hello, doctor. How are you? I'm well today. Honored to be on the show. And yes, spankings are in order. Definitely in order. <laughs> Sometimes we know we, we have to get it right. And this time I was not going to get it wrong, not to this public. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. And we also have with us Mr. Daniel Gomez. And welcome to the show, Mr. Gomez. How are you, sir? Looks like you're hiding behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. How you doing, Lester? I am doing so fantastic. Just enjoying another great time. So you see today's topic, what does it look like, you know, to have God during these special times? What does that actually look like to you all? So let me have, you know, on the microphone first, Dr. Lockhart, what does it look like for you during these times? Oh, wow. It looks like there's no way I can make it without having God <laughs> during these times. I mean, when, you know, before you can get over, seems like feel almost like Job, you know, before you can get over one calamity, then here comes another and here comes another and here comes another. It's just seems like one thing after another, after another. And um, I can say if if I was not looking to God for help and support and wisdom and direction, um, my life would be more topsy-turvy than it already is. Because trust me, I ain't got it all together. So there's some topsy and turvy happening. There'd be a whole <laughs> bunch more of it going on if I didn't have, um, you know, the help of God and the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide me in this trying time. We're in a very difficult stage of life to be in our nation, you know? So, yeah. I love that. And we're going to unpack that a little bit more to get an understanding of what that actually means for some people. It's totally like right there with your sister. And some people are like, oh, I don't really know. Like, yeah. I don't really know. So, so Daniel, how about yourself? Well, I think what caught my attention as everybody started overusing the word pivot, like everybody that heard pivot on a podcast started saying pivot. But the thing is they were pivoting with the same old human mindset. And that's the biggest mistake that anybody can make in life and in business. And when you pivot with the wrong mindset, and I say it's the wrong mindset because right now your human intellect is not going to help you. Let me say it again. Your human intellect is not going to help you. And mm. what you need to pivot to is you need to pivot to your God-ordained mindset. And that's where most people are missing it because if you think about it, look at even the big corporations that we thought they had it all together. The big, the, the, I call them the big boys, right? Because that's what they said on on CNBC when we were watching it about stocks. Even the big boys are closing down. And then we did, we get that human mindset to where we think we know it all. And then you become a blockbuster in your own life and your doors close down because you, you thought you were Mr. Know-it-all, Miss Know-it-all. And you, we don't know it. We need to pivot. This is, this is a word from God right here, right? We need to pivot to the heart of God. And when you pivot to the heart of God, that's where everything is revealed to you. But if you pivot to your own intellect, that's where you're going to fail. And for me, I really pivoted to the heart of God. And I'm not saying that there wasn't times of being scared or being fearful. And I'll tell you, I mean, I'm human, right? We have human um, feelings and, and emotions. And there was some worry there. But when you spend time with the Father and you pivot to his heart, he speaks to you. And there's nothing more just reassuring to even these times of, of that are trying, 
that you just go out there and you take action because it's not you doing your own thing. It's you knowing that, hey, greater is a power behind me than any task in front of me. Mm. You know, Daniel and, and Dr. Lockhart, though, this what you said was really, really important. And I am I hold the same beliefs. You know, there's there was times where I was using my intellect and I was in my own head. And it was a moment and 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 I just started to think about all the catastrophes that's going on in this earth, being from the black community and seeing Black Lives Matter, you know, seeing our people just being taken out for no reason and, and things like that. It, it is disheartening. So for those of you who are watching and thank you for each and every one of you who are watching here or listening, we, we welcome you. Um, for those of you who are watching, yes, it, it, there may be times where we look at CNN or we, you know, flip a news channel or we, we flip a radio station or we see an image that's pretty horrifying. Um, but the main thing is that there is a but. And literally leaning into that but and saying, okay, well, what is what can I hold on to? Because if society has failed us, what can we turn to? And that's really what we want to unpack today with our special guests. Now, before we move in a little bit deeper, can you guys each give us three key things that we either will describe you or that you stand for? Let's start with Dr. Lockhart. What are some three key things that will describe who you are? Oh, three key things. Um, integrity is big for me. Definitely integrity is, is very big. Um, a woman of faith and uh, freedom. Love it. Integrity, faith, and freedom. I love it. It's very important. Yes. How about yourself, Daniel? Compassionate, genuine, and real. Mm. Boom, boom, boom. Compassionate. That is that is very strong. Because <laughs> when you realize when you realize when you realize that you're nobody when you're better than nobody else, then you have the compassion to understand of what they're going through. And I think that's what many people right now are missing. They don't have the compassion and understand. They don't have the heart, right? We, we talked about the heart a little while ago. They don't have the heart to understand what people are going through. And it kind of upsets me because it's like somebody said, well, you know, because you brought it up, right? The Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, it's, it's about the people. It's not about the title that people put on it, right? So I said, okay, so let me ask you this is what I told them. I said, does it matter if I put black people make a difference instead of Black Lives Matter? Is that making to make you feel better? You see what I'm saying? Because we're all human beings and we're all created by God and we're, we're, we're all made in his image and his likeness. And I think that's where when you have compassion, you really see things from that point of view that we all have that sense of, how can I say it? We all have that, that godliness in us when we really see past ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, Mr. Gomez, let me ask you this question. During this time, of course, this virus time, and you know this march that's going on. Why do you think so many people are clinging to fear instead of clinging to God? Well, that's easy because they've been they, they have a they have when you have a scarcity mindset, you always cling to what you know, and you just have that fear, right? So what, what's coming out right now is this is instinctive behavior, and as a child, if you were taught just like say if your mom lost her job or your dad lost her job right away, it's like you go into that panic mode. You go into that like just hold on to everything you have mode and with the fear, right? 
So when you have that mindset, like it makes you fear. Think about it. Just think about what when we in in our lives, what all, our four of us have thought this. When would we have thought we would have a shortage of toilet paper? You think about that. How crazy that is, and it brought about fear. Think about that. That's what that's what fear does to you, and and it's just like wow. And I say that Lester because it's it's you, we, now we can joke about it. But there was a time when I was like, hey, honey, we're down to three rolls of toilet paper. What are we gonna do, right? Because it's reality. But that's yes. what fear does. Yeah, fear. Here's your answer that you're looking for. Fear brings out the selfishness in us because when we're selfish, mm. we just think about ourselves and we don't think about other human race. We don't think about other human beings. That's what fear roots from, Leslie. Thank you. That is amazing. Chantel? You know, it's really interesting what you shared there, um, um, Daniel, and I will I'll get Dr. Lockhart to chime in on this as well. You know, one of the key things, so, you know, scarcity is a mindset and fear, you know, it, it, it goes hand in hand. Now, there's a lot of people who have, let's get down to, to God and, and, you know, a lot of people, when they hear the word God, they think religion. There's a lot of people out there that have experienced um, some sort of church or maybe some sort of prejudice in church or has experienced some sort of disappointment or feeling ashamed or feeling fingers pointed at them. And, um, and, and, and they just don't know, they actually turned away from God because of it. And so when you turn away from God, it's like you're in this new abyss. And in this abyss, they're looking for something. So for those, and, and it's easier to actually attach yourself to fear during those times because what else is there? So what can you guys say to people who have had that type of experience, who really are, are, are like, what does turning back to God look like? Because deep down, we all know there's something greater than us. But what does that look like to actually embrace it? Dr. Lockhart. Well, I think um, the first thing is that we have to have the ability to separate God from people, separate God from structures, separate God. I'm going to get stoned for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I might not be back. Separate God from religion. Yes. We have to have the ability. And I think, unfortunately, it has been ingrained in us that 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 God is is the church that you go to. God is the denomination that you're a part of. God is the preacher who is preaching and feeding you the word every time you go to church. And so when we have those mindsets and this distorted view of who God is, we will constantly be hurt. We're going to constantly have church hurt. We're going to constantly have issues. We're going to constantly struggle because we we've taken God who is infinite, infinite and we've made him, you know, finite because <laughs> we, we bottle him up into a building, into a person, into a religion, into a, a whatever. And so I think that's one of the first things is that we have to really understand and look at that, that we have to cultivate an individual relationship with God. Um, Chantel, I think we were talking one time before and I was saying, you know, I, I used to go growing up, 
they, my freshman and sophomore year, every time the church door opened, I was at church seven days a week. You know, I'm a freshman and it was a whole gang of us and we're there. But guess what? I had a relationship with church, not God. It was with yeah. church, not God. Yeah. You see? So when we talk about a relationship with God, first we have to backpedal and say, what is a relationship with God versus all the other stuff that we see and we connect to being God that are maybe places that we gather to manifest his glory or to learn about him or vessels that are used concerning him, but that's separate than our own personal relationship. So I say we got to have to take a step back and really um, cultivate a personal understanding of who he is and time with him and learn to hear his voice. Some people say, well, I never heard the voice of God. Oh, you've heard him. You've heard him. When you got up that morning, you were getting ready to go do something and, and something said, oh, no, 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 don't do that. You might have not recognized it was his voice, but that was God saying no, because later on you found out it was something bad happened. So we have to take a step back. Amazing, amazing. I, I, I'm so aligned with that statement. So many times we get confused what, you know, what God is. You know, some people call infinite intelligence. Some people call him spirit. Some people will call him by many names. And we often get confused about it's more of what you feel. You know, during these times, these times are so important right now. Some people going back to fear are using God during this time because they fear what could happen. What's the worst thing that could happen? And they feel that they make this time to get right. <laughs> and you wonder, you know, when, what, when is that time for you to get right? Are you prepared? You know, we, we're going out here. You still see people who are wearing masks on top of masks on top of masks. And Chantel and I are going to have a deeper conversation about COVID-19 because we learned some things last weekend <laughs> that really took us to a new level of understanding. And when you start getting an understanding of the power that you have, it's amazing how you should start working. So we're going to start looking at, you know, we're going to start deep diving into this. So I'm going to let Chantel, you know, help you learn how to swim a little bit as we navigate through our problem with what we're seeing and what we're hearing. Because for some people, this conversation is very difficult. Chantel? Yeah, you know what? That's that's such a true point. And before I know Daniel, I can I know Daniel has something to drop on this. I want to actually show this image because this is something that, um, in terms of COVID nineteen, let's just take a look at this image. And it says, "The Lord is faithful; He will establish you and guard you against the evil one." And that's coming out of scriptures. I call it the good book of wisdom. It's in Thessalonians. It was a note to the people of Thessalonia that Paul wrote to them. So that's really what scriptures is. I say scriptures about a king and the kingdom and the offspring, right? So that's it's a whole bunch of amazing stories that, that speak to you and it's living word. So I'm going to read it one more time and I want to get Daniel, we'll start with you, your thoughts on this and, and what it means to people. So the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. So, it, Daniel, if the Lord is faithful and he will establish us, then why are we wearing masks? Why are we living in fear? Why is, is even the why are churches closing down from your perspective? Because if this God is faithful and he'll establish and save us from the evil one, 
Why are the things happening in this world right now from your perspective? Because people forget that God is sovereign. And if we don't understand what God is sovereign is, there was somebody that we were having a conversation with and they were just talking about, well, if God's all loving and God's all this, why are people dying is because God is sovereign. And if you study the word, you read the word, you will see in Second Chronicles when they were going against King Jehoshaphat that um, they killed off many tribes. And as a matter of fact, when the Israelites were in the desert, even God's people died because of their murmuring and complaining. They didn't go into the promised land. And right now, there's a lot of wickedness in our nation. And we're not judging, but God is judging our country right now because we were built. If you look back, if you look back at, our, at our constitution, God is in there. We want to take God out of everything. Well, God's bringing judgment on that, unfortunately. And I would say this, that how can I say this without... People are going to get upset either way, but if you understand the word in, in Jeremiah 17, 10, it says that God searches the heart and tests the mind. He's going to test your mind. He's going to search your heart. And it says he gives every man according to what's in his heart or what's in his mind. And unfortunately, we have to we have to be real, right? We're not being superficial. There's a lot of evil and wicked people out there in our country. And I would say that a lot of these people that are being impacted, that are being affected more than others, those are the wicked ones. Those are the ones that are not living the righteous life. And it's not me saying that, it's just what's, what the reality of it is. So God is loving, yes, God is sovereign, but God also searches the heart and he rewards those according to what's in your heart. And that's what his word is. And I think we forget about that all the time. And um, you made a comment that like people are like coming to God temporarily. Well, God knows everything. And if you're using him just to get by the season, he knows that too. And he doesn't, grace and there is grace there for you to open your heart so i want to encourage anybody right now that if, if if you're at that point and you're lost and you need help and you really like like god is that are you really alive i promise you if you reach out to him he's going to answer you but i will say this that god's not a toy to be played with let me say that again god is not a toy to be played with and a lot of my for a lot of our christian believers and that are out there right now for a lot of just people that really believe in God. You're saying, God, I'm waiting for you to show up, God. Well, God is saying to you, I'm just waiting for you to wake up. Because hmm. God's already shown up. You just got to wake up. And it, it saddens me, Chantel, because I think a lot of us, including myself, I was at a point in my life when I wasn't awake. God showed up. God said, okay, Daniel, I'm just waiting for you to wake up. Dude, are you going to wake up or not? And the moment we wake up as believers is the moment we really start to hear his 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 voice because the word says that many of us are have hearts that are seared. And when your heart is seared, you're not going to hear the voice of God. Yes, it's so true. And you know, as you were speaking, it reminded me of some scriptures, the stories in, in scriptures where um, every time God had judgment on a on a nation. You know, he protected his 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 own. And um, even if we go back to with the Israelites, some of you know the story of Exodus, where, you know, they were enslaved by the Egyptians. You know, a lot of the things that the plagues that God released from heaven to the Egyptians, the Israelites were untouched. So what that tells me 
is that even during times of famine or times of trauma or times of like the, like the state of the nation that we're in right now, those who are leaning to God will come out prosperous. Amen. We, should, we will come out soaring. Why? Because we believe in something that's greater than us. And you know, and, and I said this before in another episode, we'll have different episodes with different topics and God is going to be on the rotation. And, um, and in another episode, I said, you know, some people believe in the universe and some people believe in energy. And, and while that's all true, I, I, I would you rather believe in the created or the creator? Mm -hmm. How did the universe get here? And some may say science, and, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give one little note to all my scientific folks, because I dabbled in the world. You know, it's not my, not my, I don't have a PhD, I'm not a scientist or, or anything, or a neuroscientist or anything like that. But I have my master's certifications in neurolinguistic programming, which deep dives into quantum physics, into metaphysics, and things of scientific nature. And let me tell you one thing about science. Science and spirituality say the same thing. For those who are, who are left-brainers and science folks, Dr. Bruce Lipton, he's now released, oh, there's biology of belief, which is essentially the same thing that we've been saying in church and in Christ for decades, for, for, for generations. So we actually are saying the same thing for those who want to lean to, I believe in evolution, or I believe the science world. Just know that I truly believe, and I'm going to personalize it, I truly believe that science basically quantifies and backs up what scripture and what spirituality already says. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's such an important time right now. So if you do believe in science, it's true. And, and that's great. Just know there's something greater that you can tap into. So I want to ask you guys, let's let's kind of flip the script here. So the main topic for today was what is what does it look like to turn to God? So for those who are questioning, saying, OK, well, maybe they're on to something. They're, they're they're speaking some truth. What can you what can one expect when they do have that relationship to God and when they do hear his voice? It's open. Whoever's ready. Well, for, me, for me, it's uh, it, it's it's humbling yourself. And I'll, I'll say that I'm real grateful for my wife because unfortunately for me, God's been using my wife to speak to me a lot. And she said something the other day and I'm just like, okay. And she came back in the house. She goes, you know what? God just put this in my heart. And the thing is, she never heard from God before. This is all new to her. Wow. So I would say this. I would say this. If, if anybody out there is really seeking, God will speak to you. He loves you. And we just don't realize how much he does. So I just really want you to know that you're not going to know how to approach it every single day. I was lost to where like, because like we're all four of us are talking right now. It's a conversation, but how many of us, we go to prayer and we're the only ones talking and we never, we never, we never shut up. We just keep talking around it, right? We never quiet. So I would encourage you if you're really seeking him, just, Find a scripture, find a verse that speaks to you, read it for 10 to 15 minutes, and then for the next 20 to 30 minutes, just sit in silence. Put some music on that soothes your soul, and, and you'll learn to listen to God. It might not happen the first or second time, but I promise you, after you 
say your prayer and have what you have to say. You vocalize it, verbalize it. Just sit there and close your eyes and God, come into my heart, show me. And I promise you, if you sit there and just listen in silence for about 20 to 30 minutes, you're going to hear something. I promise you that. And that's the first step that I would give as advice is don't be so busy and don't be so busy praying verbally, but pray by just listening and let his spirit come into your heart. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Dr. Lockhart? Um, the first thing I, I would say is don't expect all of your problems to disappear. That's mm. the first thing I would say. And and the reason why I say that is because a lot of times where people are running to God or the church or the pastor, which we know the church and the pastor, we already said that's not God. But however, <laughs> but expecting all the turmoil, all the trials, all the frustration, all the tribulation to be fixed. That's not how it works. He's not Santa Claus. He's not. He is a miracle worker in his time. And when he decides he wants to work a miracle and that's independent of us, <laughs> we can't manipulate him into doing it. We can't trick him into doing it. We can't beg him into doing it. We can't fast and pray him into doing it. Although sometimes we think we can, you know. And so the first thing I'll say is, is don't come thinking is going to fix all of your problems because it's not. Because this, we're all on a journey. We're all on a journey. And on this journey, you're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulations. You're going to have trials. Um, you're going to have all different types of things that we each have to experience because we are being perfected. And you, and you can't be perfected unless there's a little bit of sandpaper, you know, rubbing those imperfections off of you. And those are the things that we don't like to deal with. So here's the thing. Well, Daniel said... Get with some get quiet. And he said, listen. So here's the next step. So once you get quiet and you we quit all that jabbering and we listen, guess what? God is gonna give you instructions. But be ready. Be ready <laughs> because you're gonna be challenged. You're gonna be challenged to be changed. Guess what? What he tells you, you might not like it. You might not want to hear it. He may have he may say, hey. Uh, you talk too much. You need to be quiet. He may say, hey, you've been going over there. You need to stop doing that. He may say, hey, you know that girl who you think is your best friend? She's really your enemy. You may not want to hear that. So you're, you're gonna, we're going to be challenged. Why? Because we have to be changed so that we can be more like him. It's all purposeful. It's a, it's a reason for all of it. So those are just a few things to keep in mind, you know, as we're, you know, laying that level and that foundation to to get to that next place in God and maybe for you who is listening to maybe realize and recognize that you're hearing God for the first time maybe maybe you heard him today this morning when you wanted to go hang out and you heard something say don't go guess what that was God because now those people are in jail but you are not that was God Amen. I agree I totally agree there are times of people thinking that, you know, they're out here during this time, during all of this season, and that they still have the issue. And they said, but God said he would never give me more than I could bear. And Mother Teresa said, I wish he didn't have so much confidence in me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because we're looking at this and we're wondering, like, 
why is it that that they're out there? I had an opportunity once in my life, and both of everybody says be silent and listen. So I had someone to challenge me to sit still for five minutes and do absolutely nothing. That was the roughest five minutes I ever had in my entire lifetime. It took me <laughs> 45 minutes to learn how to sit still and not do anything for five minutes. You all think that it, it sounds easy when you say, go to God in prayer. Let me just hear my Lord. He is ready for me. And he says, God says he'll be on time. If you ever notice, God ain't never early. He's just always on time. So when he's telling you to sit still, to challenge yourself, to, even no matter what you're doing in your lifetime, sit still a minute. And matter of fact, pull out your watch, set the time and try and sit still, not even blinking for five minutes to see how difficult it is. If you're listening with your ears and listening with your heart and listening with your emotions, you know, that, that feeling that comes over you that you can't explain what that is. That's just God. <laughs> Everybody wants to know, well, what does God feel like? How does he sound? Sit still. <laughs> we can't describe it any better than that because you're asking him, Father, take care of my family. Father, I need some food. Father, I need this. Father, I need that. You've got a grocery list of everything that you want God to do. And you wonder, what is he answering when you ask him for everything? And you're asking repeatedly. Your prayers are something that you chant. It's not something that you feel. And you got to get out the, the path of chanting a prayer. You know, so many people, Father, I, I come to you and I need this, that, and the other. And it doesn't matter your acknowledgement of a religion. Stop. First of all, there's no religion in heaven. So get that out of your head. It's just sick. That's a human feeling that you're getting in a spiritual body. So when you start talking to yourself and you start getting that, that feeling that you can't explain, and then you can start seeing things that you've never seen before. How many people have walked outside and missed a tree? or missed a plant, or missed a cat, or missed a dog. You just missed it because you weren't looking for it. But the moment somebody turned around and pointed it out, you can see it. Right here, we're pointing it out so that you can see it, but we want you to feel it, not just be looking for something that's in your sight. You can't, look, you can't describe what a feeling looks like. If you're happy, you know what happiness looks like. If you're sad, you know what sad looks like. If you're joyful, you know what joyfulness looks like. I didn't say what it felt like in neither one of those times. So don't be, you know, don't get confused about what you're seeing versus what you're feeling until <laughs> give it back to you. Yeah, you know, that is um, such all valid points. If this is if you're just chiming in, welcome, welcome to the Wake Up and Live show. We have very special guests here today, Mr. Daniel Gomez and Dr. Lockhart. We are talking about what it's like to turn to God during these times. And so we're it's all coming from our own perspectives and just we're here to share and impact uh, all those who are watching. And I see some comments. I just want to pull them up on the screen. Um, we have uh, Georgie Franks, who Franks Bell, who who said in the beginning, "Yes, it's all about pivoting to your God ordained mindset." I love it. We have Viola, who said, "Don't worry about offending anyone, Danny. Be yourself, <laughs> your heart and soul." <laughs> and so, thank you so much. We have some other comments. Amen. I need God. Yes. Amen. Chantel. Hi, Mimi Smiley. So, thank you guys so much for all your comments on the Wake Up and Live Show Facebook page. And if you're new to the Facebook page, welcome. Make sure that you subscribe and like. 
Now, we're, I want to shift gears a little bit. And and as we're talking about, you know, the experience of God and as we're talking about what that actually looks like, I just want to chime in a little bit because you know what? Everyone that's every each of you that shared a comment here totally I'm um, totally aligned. Dr. Locker talked about it's not easy. Don't expect all your problems to go away. Here's the thing. It's not about your problems going away. It's about the joy that you have through your problems. It's the joy of the Lord. That's why, and I and I shared a, a, a video on my Facebook recently where not only did I talk about, okay, yeah, at first, I shared two videos. The first video was my reaction. You know, I reacted. I didn't respond. I reacted to the whole killings and George Floyd, and I was crying myself to sleep, quite frankly. And then shortly after, I tapped back into God, and I, and I prayed, and I, and I really got into scripture, and I really shifted my mind. And my second live on that topic was all about we need to tap back into God because I can now look at the situation and in a weird way, in a really weird way, can still have peace in it. Well, I think you got to realize that, that hurt people hurt people. And mm. America, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Mexican, Chinese, hurt people hurt people right. and I think it just it's just showing how hurt we are as a nation and the analogy I'll give you Chantel if me and you are working in your rose garden all day and there's a thorn stuck in your finger and you're like no let's just finish it Danny we, we need to get this rose bush and this whole garden done okay well then we're finished and then they're like wow look at your finger it's it's swollen and like oh it'll be okay well then Dr. Lockhart comes around and not purposely but she bumps into your finger, you're going to react. Why? Because it's already hurting. It's already infected inside. And I think just all the chaos that's going on is showing how infected we are as a nation. Everybody. Black, white, Asian, everybody. Mm -hmm. It's sad, but we just need our souls to be healed. And it's time that we stop trying to heal it with food, with sex addiction, with alcohol. Because there's only one thing that can do our souls, and that's our creator, which is for me and what I truly believe is through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It's so true. You know, let's flip the scene now a little bit. We Let's talk about those who have a decent relationship with God. Some Those who say, oh, no, I go to church all the time. I love God. Yeah, I pray. Yeah, I fast. And I do all these things, which is great. Because what we've also found is that there's some people who have, similar to what Dr. Lockhart said, they, they, they were more involved in the church than and the religious rituals versus actually the relationship. So for those who have an idea of what God is or may even believe that they, they, they have a strong relationship, what can you guys say to deepen it and, and maybe even go as far as have a mic microscope and start to, uh, you know, to check into our relationship with God and do a little pulse check in? Isn't it what it can be? Can it be greater? Do we pray and truly believe that we will get the answer to the prayer or is it a, just a wish and a dream? Mm. Well, I think that um, with the COVID coming in, 019 coming in, um, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, for those believers who religiously um, attended local assemblies, 
uh, I, I feel like that probably was a very good foundational barometer that they could use for was their relationship with the church? Was it with the pastor? Or did they really have a relationship with God? Seeing as how a lot of churches were, you know, shut down as far as physically being able to go. And everything kind of shifted, you know, to, to the online thing, which it still works, but it doesn't have that same, uh, Lester said about feeling, emotions. It doesn't have that same feel because you mm -hmm. don't feel that same, that energe uh, synergistic effect. You know, when you've got a room of 50 believers coming together and, and, and worshiping or praying or whatever it is versus you're at home sitting on your couch watching the man or woman of God bring forth the word, that, that's a whole different feel. Mm -hmm. So Churches got shut down and, and so did pastors, as a matter of fact. And yeah. Because there's a lot of stories of pastors closing in on this time as well. Yes, exactly. And so, um, so this really, to me, has been a great time, especially for believers to really gauge where are they really in their walk. And for a lot of them, it has given that time, if we use it wisely, to do kind of what you said, to just do an introspect. First of all, what's our reaction to everything? You know, how are we reacting when, when different things pop off? That's one indication really of where our walk is with God. Um, trials and tribulations and, and different things, uh, testing, some of the things we go through a lot of times in our mind, we think, okay, God is testing me because God wants to know where I'm at. Okay, let's stop for a minute. Who? Did you just say God doesn't know? Okay, but you know, we think this. This is what we think in our mind. Is you know, and you, I've heard people say, well, you know, you know, God wants to see if I believe. No, dear. God already knows if you believe or not. God mm -hmm. is putting you and allows you to go through situations and circumstances to let you know what's in your heart, to let you know if you believe, to let you know where you are. So earlier when we talked about even the concept of, you know, praying or stopping all that blabbing. And take some time out to hear what God is saying. I feel like it's kind of the same thing a lot of times as we just really need to really get still before God and to say, mm -hmm. okay, God, what's next? You know, or, or what's in my heart? You know, what change do I need to make? And God, he will begin to talk to us and just reveal to us not only where he wants to take us, but the process that we have to go through. That's the part we don't like. But the yeah. processing to get there because even we go look at the bible no one just arrived just bam no there was a processing they were in the press that's and so during true. that time they had to stop and really hear what god was saying and ask holy spirit to help them to really analyze their heart mm -hmm. and see who they were where they were where they needed to grow what needed to change and then really, you know, give that over to God so they can get to the next level. I think that's so important. That's so important. As we're coming to the close of the show, um, I just wanted to one say thank you guys so much. I, I just love everybody's perspective, and I know that it's people are being touched. Daniel, did you want to comment on that part as well? Um, I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I'm joking. I'll say this is that right now, what comes to mind through what we were talking about was when I, when I, when we started our nonprofit, um, there was a lot, the gentleman that did our nonprofit paperwork that helped us set it up, Mr. Neaton. He was telling me that there was a lot of churches that are being closed down because of the fact that they put themselves above the IRS to say, well, I'm a church. I'm registered. Yeah, but you still need your 5013C because it's the law. But it just shows the arrogance and the pride sometimes as pastors or as church goers that we we all get. And that's where like legalism and judgment sets in. And God's tired of that. And God's not about religion. God's not about anything. God is about him. Like he wants to be the focus of everybody's life. That's what we were created for. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I think that this season, a lot of the churches that weren't ready for live stream, unfortunately, a lot of them are going to close down. And it's because sometimes it's just, that's what needs to take place because maybe they weren't doing the right thing. See, it's, it's, like, it's like Instagram, right? Everybody puts the best pictures on Instagram, but the real stuff that happens in your life, nobody puts that. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people, pastors and churches and just religion that puts everything out there that, that's good, right? To get that. It's, it's, like their, it's, it's like their demo reel, right? Their best speaker reel. But the, the truth, they, they, they don't put it because it's in the back. And God's tired of that because it's blaspheming his name. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's tarnishing yeah. who he is. And God doesn't want to tarnish anymore. He's tired of being second place to everybody. Just think about that. There's no basketball. There's no Lakers. There's no football. There's no movies. There's no concerts. Because enough is enough. And it's something that was allowed because he wants to be the he, if you understand what idols are, he doesn't want any idols before him. And that includes churches, right? That includes yeah. religion because it's not about religion. It's about him. It's about the creator. So the question that I have is, are you putting the promise before the promiser? Because if you're not focused on the promiser, you're going to miss out on the promise. Because when you focus on the promiser, He'll make sure he can give you the promises that he promised you. Wow. I love that. I love that. There's so much to even just let that resonate with you. Just let it marinate everybody because that could really reveal some of your actions, some of your focus, you know, it really reveal a lot. So take that with you. So we want to end on a quote and it's again from the good book of wisdom. I call it. The sufferings of this present time, oh, let's say this. The sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed in us. The sufferings of the present time is not worthy to be compared with the glory that will be revealed in us. And that came from Romans. So just your final 30 seconds. Um, we'll start with Dr. Lockhart on that quote, um, what that means to be an, a measure of encouragement for everybody's watching, because we are suffering right now. But remember, it doesn't even compare to the glory that's ahead of us. What can you share a little bit about that as we wrap up the call? Wow, that right there, man. It means that keep your eyes on the prize. 
That's mm -hmm. what he means. Stay focused on the prize. And here's the thing, which Daniel said, the prize is the one who is giving us the provision. Yes. We think the prize is something else, but it's not. The prize is not the purpose. The prize is not all the other stuff that, you know, that we're doing. We're walking out because we have to. But the prize is God himself. He is the prize. I and so, so we get him and gain him. I mean, that's worth everything. No matter what we go through, it's worth it. Just being in his glory, being in his presence. It's yeah. Hallelujah. I'm done. Daniel. Amen. I think what came to mind for me was when I first started being a speaker, I stunk, right? It was frustrating, <laughs> but you keep going and then you see the reward. And I think we want everything to touch like that instant gratification and you can't have that because you don't enjoy it. And even though I suffered and I missed out and I applied at a hundred gigs, I didn't get them. It was painful. Every disappointment that we go through builds our character. But if I wouldn't have gone through those disappointments, I wouldn't be here where I'm at three years later. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that I met Chantel, I met Lester, I met Dr. Lockhart. If I would have given up during that frustration, that bad part that I was like, is this worth it? Yeah, it's worth it because look at what we're doing for God right now. Mm -hmm. Glory, glory, glory. Well, I thank you guys so much for having you. I'm, I'm glad that you guys came on the show, spoke your, your voice, and you shared your perspective on something that people really, the more we can connect with God, the, the more our lives get manifested and, and transformed. You know, I like I say, the mind mastery is all about transcending the mind and tapping into the spirit. So I thank you both, and I appreciate you both. And just to let you guys know, both of these people, these wonderful guests that we have on the show, they are on their own mission. They're both speakers. They're both authors. They are out there on stages, in workshops, in seminars, having their own podcast or some coming, having their own shows. And just in the world of personal development and what allowed them, and I know them because I know each of them individually, that what even brought them to higher heights is God. So just take heed. It's not just people in the church. It's people out there in the world that lean into God and prosper. Would you guys agree? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, amen. Thank you both for being on the show. It was great having you. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. I appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Chantel. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, it has been a great pleasure today on this show. We talked about, we, we were here with Daniel Gomez Inspires. Check him out, danielgomez.com or danielgomezinspires.com and his new podcast, as well as Dr. Casey with the growth experience. Dr. Lockhart is doing amazing things. So if you guys are... Have you, if you're starting to think about some key things you want to do with your mind and how to transform it, I'm very excited to be launching a mind transformation certification and I'm opening it to a few founding members. So today on Mindset Monday, we are having a mind transformation session. You are more than welcome to attend. It is going to be in about half an hour. So whatever time zone you're in, that's the easy way to say it. it's going to be in half an hour. But it's 5.30 Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 Eastern Time. And you can just go to ChantelSimone.com to register and be part. We're actually going to unpack this a little bit more and really talk about how we can transform our minds, which is really what this whole journey of life is all about. 
If you'd like to share your voice on the show, then please do. This show I gain is dedicated to you. It is open to everyone, anyone who wants to come onto this platform and share your voice. So we are welcoming you to go ahead and register. You can click the link below and become a guest. Come on and share your voice because there's a lot of things going on in this world and, and your perspective matters. Thank you again. If it's the first time, make sure that you share this broadcast. Somebody needs to know. Somebody will be set free. Somebody will be able to connect greater to our, our creator. And I want to thank Miss Monica Lewis. I see you on here. Nat Sav, I see you on here. Um, she had a comment, while God is sovereign, he does give us wisdom and understanding. Amen, girl. Amen. So definitely thank you so much for your comments. Thank you, Devon John, KB. I love it, love it, love it. It was awesome having each and every one of you guys here. Make sure to like and share and follow the Wake Up and Live show. We will see you at the same time, the same place tomorrow with another special guest. Always remember you have one life, make it count and navigate on purpose. We'll see you tomorrow.